You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to episode 141 of the Ghoul Friends Podcast. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're back, bitches. And we know everything. <laughs> Gee. <laughs> um, no, we are back. Caitlin is a little tough, little brave soldier today because she... Well, I feel like it's always me that cancels the recording because I just don't feel like it sometimes. And we've done a we, couple we of weeks without off, a, yeah. an episode and we promised an episode this week and... By God. We had a little too much fun last night. Our neighbors came over, and uh, let's just say I don't feel so hot this morning. Yeah. <laughs> I am yeah. Uh, coming back to life. I've been slowly being watered all day. She's like decomposing <laughs> this morning. And now she's like a plant that you're like bottom watering, where you put them in the cup of water, and they like, <laughs> you can't see it, but I'm like coming to life. <laughs> That's me for sure. Except so. instead of watering, it's more like Diet Coke and French fries. <laughs> Yes. I've resuscitated. I did get a pretty, uh, there's one place that we can go that has like a fountain soda, which is not like. It's not a thing here in Europe. It's not. Fountain sodas are not. Like if you go to like a fast food restaurant, you're getting a bottle of Coke. Like you're not getting a fountain of Coke. I know. And like there's times where I would probably think about giving an organ for (laughs) a fountain McDonald's. Right. Yeah. But there's one place that you can get it, and it's not great, and sometimes it's flat, so it's like a 50-50 chance that you're yeah. you're getting like something spicy. And today was pretty spicy. I got a spicy mm. diet coke, and it it did the it did the work yeah. that it needed to. It wasn't yeah. like back home, but you know what? It, you you perked up a little bit. So. <laughs> and then we did a lot of online shopping because <laughs> that makes everyone feel better, right? I just woke up and I said, I don't feel good, but I feel like shopping. <laughs> okay. But is, this week is our favorite ghoul's birthday. Yeah. So Celeste's yeah. birthday's on Wednesday. Yeah, so I had a reason to go online shopping. So I fine. said, pick out whatever you want. <laughs> and then she picks these lamps out. And she's like, they're a little expensive. And I was like, may I remind you that my birthday this year, I took a trip to Paris. So <laughs> get the lamps. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I almost killed us because we I picked a really shitty Airbnb to stay. Yeah, go listen to that episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, I mean, fair, but yes. But then it worked out because we did get a hotel that literally had a view of the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, like, and we got to see it Right up. in front of us. Like and we didn't have to even leave. Five-minute walk to the Eiffel Tower. It was amazing. It was awesome. Yeah, that was really cool. So, it was... You redeemed yourself there. It's true. But Celeste is a two-for-two <laughs> in the negative way for picking places to stay. So no, it all has to be approved by Caitlin. It was like 10 years ago that the first incident happened, which we've told that story probably a billion times, yeah. but we did not stay in the hotel that she picked because it was there was scary. like a dirty syringe in our room yeah, and it, it was, had no lock on the door. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it was one of those moments where your gut's just like, mm, not let's good. not do this, shall we? And then we kind of both had the, like, the was it Airbnb that you booked? The, the one Paris. in Paris. Yeah. And it looked so cute. Like, we kept looking at the listing, and then once we got there, we were like, oh, oh no. no. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's the scary thing about Airbnb is that you just really you don't, don't know. know. You um, really don't. I knew going into the house or, like, apartment, yeah. it was just really sketchy. It was really weird, and we just dipped out of there. But I think I would only trust now an Airbnb that I think someone has stayed in that I, like someone we know has stayed in that yeah. Airbnb or stick or with like the super hosts where you yeah. know it has like great reviews but yeah yeah not that bad. was an adventure but uh you know what we survived yeah. we're here we are we're on to another birthday week so that's fun <laughs> 
Yes. Um, and we've done a lot because it's been before we went to Maine that we last it is. chatted with y'all. Yeah. Or like chatted at y'all. But, at you, yeah. Um, so Maine was really fun. Um, the I flight had not, to Maine was not fun. So are we calling out the... the, the I don't know. Airline. Okay. Well, we <laughs> went on an airline that we had never flown before. We're like semi, maybe. Well known. <laughs> it's a well known. Listen, the Ghoul Friends podcast team does not include a retained lawyer, so uh, <laughs> maybe not. But it's a big one. It's a big, yeah. And so we trusted them, but then we started getting kind of like nickel and dimed, mm. and the flight over there was just horrible. Had a horrible landing. It just, it was absolutely. Yeah. Awful. Um, so we will never fly them again. We flew to Dulles. The landing to Dulles was the shakiest landing I think I've ever... And the girl in front of us literally vomited. Bar- like barfed everywhere. And, and I was like about 10 seconds behind her wanting to barf. It was pretty bad. It had to have been. We were like in the middle row, so we weren't Ooh. like on the window. Yeah. So I couldn't really see what was going on, but it had to have been like super windy. It was just awful. So yeah. And then did. we got delayed like crazy. We didn't think we were going to make our second flight to Maine. Right. But we did somehow. We ran. Um, but we had a really good time. I got to see. I hadn't seen my family since we moved. Way before we moved. So yeah, it was over almost a year and a half since I had seen my family. Mm-hmm. So it was really nice seeing them. Got to see our niece. Yep, we have a sweet little niece, Amara, and she's she, huge now. I know she's she a became hoot. a full ass adult, and I was like, who are you? She was absolutely obsessed with me and hated Celeste. <laughs> That's a canon <laughs> event, though. All kids hate me. No, it to was, be fair, I don't like them very much either. But. <laughs> but you love her. I do love her. Yes. She um no she acts and looks just like me. Yeah. Um so that's okay. unfortunate for my brother. <laughs> yeah, that is called karma. Um, she was being like kind of naughty and I was like laughing and my aunt looks at me and dead ass is just like she acts just like you and I was like oh no. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But we were, her hair was in her face. So I was like, let me braid your hair. And she wanted two braids. So I was mm-hmm. like, I'll do one. And, uh, you know, Auntie will do the other. And she literally flips her head around and looks at me. And she calls us both Auntie. Yeah. And she's like, and pointing at me, she's like, you do it, Auntie. And looks at Celeste, points at her and says, not you, Auntie. I'm like, fine. <laughs> Celeste was like, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, and also I don't know if we've talked about it before, but she calls us auntie and auntie. But it turned into auntie. It's just turned into aunties. Yeah. Because, and I I was just going to explain the the why behind it, because Mm. up north in Maine, you say say your aunt, aunt, but down south, you say, that's my aunt. Yeah. So So. originally we were going to be auntie and auntie, and I think as she's gotten older, she just calls us both auntie, and I'm fine with that. That's cute. Yeah. She calls me, don't look at me, and I'm like, okay. I know we were like giving hugs goodbye. Like she just puts a big old wet one right on my lips. I was like, un- like not expecting it, and she just comes right in. You're like, okay. slobbers, gives me a big hug, and then I was like, all right. And I was like holding her, and I was getting ready to hand her off to Celeste, and she's no. And to be fair, I think you handled that the right way because as a child, I hated being forced to hug people. Yeah, I didn't want to hug, and I if if we were parents, I would never make my kids hug no. or kiss on someone. That and I think she was just getting don't. a little like. Overstimulated. Over, yeah, because they were telling her to hug you. Like, give her a hug. And I was just like, how about a fist bump? How about an elbow bump? I think bump? I got a begrudging elbow. I think you got an elbow. <laughs> yeah, but no. I, and that's what I'm like. I'm like, don't force her. Like, stop making her. You can tell she's she getting upset. She smell I'm married in. She, she's like, you're not blood. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> so, yeah, we had a good time in Maine. Um, was. It was way hotter than I wanted it to be. It was like a really crazy heat wave week. Like, it, the temperature was really, like, in the 60s Fahrenheit. Yeah. And then... 
popped up into like the 80s, like high 80s. And hot. then the week we left, went back into the 60s. <laughs> like, fuck you. <laughs> Literally. We got the big fuck you on that trip. Yeah, we did. But we went. It was all good. Yep. We flew home. That yep. flight was much less awful than the first. It was. We were pretty delayed, though, coming home. We were. There were storms in Dulles where we flew through, so we didn't leave Dulles until, like, late at night. Like, well, not quite midnight, but... Yeah. It was fine. We had a couple days before you had to go back to work, so we... We recovered from the jet lag. We did. Bounced back. Yes. We're here. And then, so we were recovering. That's why we didn't record. Yep. And then um, my very good friend and our local... Forest uh, witch. Cool friend witch is coming this week, so mm-hmm. uh, we have been organizing and cleaning and yeah, just doing unnecessary things because like Lindsay's not gonna look I, in my linen closet, but she <laughs> might, and it needs to be prepared. Caitlin has decided that our house will not do, so we have to have a new house. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So it's like, what do you want to do? Like to start cleaning, getting ready. And I was like, I'm gonna go down into the basement garage and organize our storage, storage unit. And I'm like the one that she's never gonna see. <laughs> Yeah, that one. That oh, one. Okay. okay. But it was good. We got a new table for our kitchen that is beautiful. So that was an impulse purchase. Yes, it was. I'm like, Lindsay's coming. I need a new kitchen table. And you're like, God what the forbid fuck? she said an Ikea table and he like the shame. Okay. But for, I have not liked that table since we got it. Like we were very anxious and nervous and I think we just, we just needed an Ikea table. and just bought Whatever. And fun fact, Caitlin had a nervous breakdown in the middle of the light. I had an anxiety attack and it was really bad. And I may have gotten a little frustrated and overstimulated with Celeste. And I almost cried in the light section. And Celeste never lets me live it down because every time we go to Ikea and she's like, remember what happened here? Yes, I remember. Because to quote, Caitlin spins around and goes, we're just not going to have lights. (laughs) We're just not going to have lights. Because let me explain too, here in Germany... Um, this is kind of becoming a thing of the past, but like we had to buy our own light fixtures for our apartment. Yes. Like, so like there's no ceiling lights. They're correct. all, it was just wires, wires. hanging from the ceiling. And so you have to go get them yes. and then have them installed. So that's what we were there to do. And like, obviously you don't think about how many like light fixtures you have in your house. So we're trying to like count them and it's just very stressful. And that has led to the meltdown. In the declaration that we were living on, we were going to live on candlelight <laughs> for the rest of our lives. But it worked out. It did. Okay. Yep. We've rambled. Yeah. So that's we basically what's up. going on in our lives. It's a shit show as usual. Um, and then you, we are using, like you said, the uh, sound quality. If that is sounding a little different or better, oh, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Um, Celeste, uh, Papa Ghoul and Mama Ghoul sent a birthday gift and it is a new microphone yeah. for podcasting. So... <clears throat> Hopefully it's a little, a little better. bit better, yeah. less echoey maybe. Yeah, I'm hoping so. I, when we tested it, it sounded really good. So yeah, of course they'll go to play it on Monday and it'll be like, "Welcome to the Corvettes Podcast, my name is Les." <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, <laughs> that's happened before. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's kind of a what's going on in our lives. Yep. Um, which I guess leads us to what are we talking about today? Um, so I think it was either last week or the week before you had put like a fun fact about us and it was our, excuse me, favorite places in, or favorite cities. I don't even know that it was Europe, but um, you had said London and then I said Barcelona. And so I was like, we were trying to think of a topic Topic. and I was like, let's do our favorite cities. So Mm -hmm. Celeste is going to talk about London. I'm going to talk about Barcelona. Um, yeah. I think it's going to be good. It is. Sorry. I was texting. (laughs) Rule number one, mm. put your phones away. 
Um, okay, so, so we'll, do you want me to start or do you want to rock, paper, scissors? How many do you have? First? Two. Two? I think I've got, I did this research a while ago, so now I don't remember. I think two and a half. Okay. We can rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. We're doing the same thing. Rock, Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ah, all right. So you defer or receive? I will defer. Sorry, I was I was wetting my whistle. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so I have two medium sized ones. Um, The first one is my favorite. Okay. The second one is scary. Okay. Okay. All right. So I guess starting with Barcelona, that was Mm -hmm. the first country I ever left the United States to go to. Mm -hmm. I never left the United States. And then we went to Barcelona, Spain, obviously for our honeymoon. And that was really fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And where we stayed was right next to La Bocaria, um, which is like a big market. And it literally has anything and everything mm-hmm. but super cool definitely like it's worth going yeah you definitely want to check it out um so definitely one of the like most famous markets i would say in, in spain sure most obviously in barcelona yeah but, um i do remember when we had breakfast there one time it was like a little breakfast mm-hmm. like yeah, nook yeah. and so we got like coffee and some uh, like a pastry or something and yeah. i just remember sitting down at like a little bar and looking to my left, and obviously I, different cultures do different things, but mm-hmm. something I had never seen before was like a literal skinned, like, goat head. It was pretty. And I was dog. just like trying to eat, and I just, I couldn't, and we were sitting kind of close to like a fish market. <laughs> it was, it was like, not. It was very overwhelming. Um, so you can see literally anything in yeah. there. Um <clears throat> But what I didn't know was that La Bocaria was built over the ruins of a uh, convent. Oh. So it was over, you know, okay. not good stuff. So I can tell you the story of that, which I okay. did not know. But Dime. It's, are we going to do the episode in Spanish? Are we? <laughs> not me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was a male convent called uh, Barefoot... Carmelites of St. Joseph. Okay. Um, and so a lot of this is legend, but it may have been some of the facts are kind of probably. That's usually how it goes. A little twisted, but I think mm-hmm. this kind of whole situation did happen. Okay. Um, so it says that in 1835, the monks that lived there became like really relaxed in their religion, um, basically not kind of doing what, what they needed to be they, doing. Right. Okay. Um, and so one day they decided that they were going to break the tradition and not pray on the date of their patron saint, Our Lady of Carmen, oh. which apparently was kind of a big deal. Okay. Um, and there was only one monk who like heavily disagreed and was like, no, 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 like we, should probably- we probably should do this. Like, let's like yeah. do it. Let's do some praying. And they all just didn't care and didn't do it. Okay. Um, but he did. Okay. Um, so obviously whatever they continue on. And the next night, everyone had gone to sleep, and then they started waking up um, from a sound, like a low rumble, like through the entire okay. like, village area, Ooh. enough to like wake people up. Yeah. And so everyone's kind of like, what the heck is this? And so they all get up, they go outside, and they are following the sound, and it gets louder and louder as they get closer and closer to the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
So when they went into the church, there was a choir of skeletal monks singing sinister, how do you say that word? Psalms. Psalms. Yeah. Um, And so that's kind of scary. That is. And so they didn't know what to do. And they kind of just stopped and stared. And then all of a sudden they stopped singing. Okay. And they marched them all back to the cemetery where all their tombs were opened. Yeah. And then they all slammed shut after they got back in. They went back. Not nights. And then... Sorry. I love this spot. (laughs) (laughs) The suspense is killing me. (laughs) Um, So they all decided to go back into the church where they... Yeah had all of that happen. Um, and what they found was the guy that decided that was like a terrible idea to not pray. Yeah. He was found dead in the middle of the church. Now what he'd have to die. He was I'm the like, one that was the... like trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so not good. Everyone yeah. kind of started freaking out. Sure. Um, and then 10 days later, the convent was burned down in a fire and many monks oh. died. Um, so they don't know if that's related, but probably. Mm. Um, and now apparently every July 15th on um, their holiday, Our Lady of Carmen's Eve. Okay. Um, apparently you can hear ghost steps and voices Ooh. and um, the monks singing psalms Interesting. Uh, around the market. That's very cool. Yeah, I, I had not realized that it was built over on that yeah, yeah. you would never know that otherwise <clears throat> didn't we do an episode i know we've done we've covered oh, barcelona before but <laughs> didn't we do it wasn't there a church or something that's burned down multiple times i feel like wasn't that yeah, in barcelona i think so i know we've talked about barcelona before mm-hmm. yeah i'm oh, sorry that was a little rough to get through <laughs> you gonna make it <laughs> i'm glad it's your turn <laughs> okay well you sip on your drink and I will, I will talk about mine. So I am obviously talking about London, because London is my literal... I see London, I see France, I see Celeste Underpants. You do my laundry, so... <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> um, so for those that, uh, I don't know if you're new or you just didn't know, I love London. And I love the UK in general, um, but I like really love London. I've been yeah. a couple times. It is like my favorite city in Europe. Arguably the world. I find it amazing. I think there is such a good uh, like mixture of like history and modern. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm obsessed. And I'm, I'm manifesting that we will live in London. Hear me out. I'm saying it. <laughs> okay. I'm putting it Put into it the in universe. There it is. Because I already got us to Europe. So Speak the truth. So maybe Delulu. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, bring your oracle cards. Because Lindsay literally oracle carded our way to Europe. <laughs> Lindsay predicted that we would move to Europe. So, Lindsay, bring those cards back. Because we got to do more... <laughs> We gotta do more reading. We need some. We need some more magic. Yeah. So yeah, love London. Um, and now we have a couple cool friends that live in London. Mm-hmm. So just know that I am so jealous. <laughs> I know. I need to go. There, we, yeah, I know you. It's so go. expensive. Like airfare and stuff. Getting there is fine. But like hotels and Airbnbs are yeah. absolutely insane. Hey, London friends, listen. Um, if you have a good recommendation on a hotel that you know is like safe and decent but not a thousand pounds to stay in please let us know because i would love that it is it's like thousands of dollars for like mm-hmm. even a couple of days staying. which is so maddening because the flight's literally like an hour and 20 minutes and, and they're dirt cheap the yeah, flights are cheap dirty. from here so ugh, anyway <laughs> rant over <laughs> my goal is that if i talk about london enough then i will end up in london <laughs> so that's the plan excellent <laughs> So first up, and I have to say, I have not heard of any of these. Because like okay. when you think of Haunted London, the Tower of London, yeah. yes, we all know that story. Or not, I can cover it. But I try to do more uh, maybe obscure things this time around. I love it. 
So the first one is called the Bruce Castle Museum, and it's located in... Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. Sorry. <laughs> Tailing Matilda. That's fair. <laughs> it is located in Tottenham. Uh, not quite sure where in London that is. London is obviously huge, huge. so I, I do not know the neighborhoods very well at all. Um, so it's called the Castle Museum, but it's not actually a castle. It's a manor house, so a big fancy-ass house. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has been continuously occupied for over five centuries, which is kind of cool. It was taken over by the Hare Dynasty for about 200 years, and it was actually given the name Bruce Castle in 1680. And you're like, well, who the hell is Bruce? And why are we naming the castle yeah. after him? So Bruce comes from the name De Bruce, and uh, the very famous Robert the Bruce, who, if you did not know, he ruled Scotland. Okay. So that's kind of where the origin of the name comes from. Okay. Um, the castle has changed hands many times. Um, and basically, until 1891, it was bought by a man named Joshua uh, Pedley. And basically, his goal was to convert it into a museum. And he asked, at the time, the local uh, board there do that, and they did. Okay. And that is where, you know, the museum comes from today. Nice. So you can go see this. You can go inside. What What's in it? Do you know? Like um, what type of museum is it? Do you know? I think it's just a museum on, like, the families that lived there. Okay. And, like, gotcha. the origins of the, the building. Because basically, everyone that lived in it, from what I could tell made different renovations on it. So you can kind of track who lived there by what was done. I got you. Yeah. I was just seeing if it was like a Zach uh, Bagel Bites like no. haunted items <laughs> museum. No, I think it's just a regular museum. Okay. <laughs> so it's got um, kind of some interesting features, and I'll just talk about one briefly. It's got a tower on its grounds called the Tudor Tower. Um, it was built in 1514, which is wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the oldest visible part of the castle. And it was built by Sir William Compton, who at one point resided there. But the funnier part is that no one can quite figure out, like, what its purpose was. Like, what function it served. Okay. Um, you can still see it today. I mean, maybe he was just like, I just want a tower right a there, tower, so I'm yeah. going to put a tower right there. Yeah. So that's kind of a fun little tidbit. Mm-hmm. But let's talk a little bit about the ghosts, right? right? So this is kind of an urban legend, kind of like you were saying earlier. Some fact probably Gets woven a little twisted. some fiction. Yeah. So um, there was a man named Sir Richard Lucy who lived there. Um, and they had a, he and his wife had a daughter named Constantia or Constantia. I don't know how you would pronounce that in 1667. Um, she ended up marrying a man named Henry Hare. Remember we talked about the Hare dynasty. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sorry. They got married in 1667 and had a son, um, named Hugh in 1668. So Constantia, um, died in 1680 and the legend says that she jumped from a window of the castle after learning of her husband's affair with a woman named Sarah Seymour, who was the Duchess of Somerset. Any now, relation? S-E-Y-M-O-U-R. <laughs> um, so I don't know, and I would be very curious to see if that was related to Jane Seymour. Jane, yeah, because you are very, very distantly related to. Like super, super distantly related to Jane Seymour way down the line. Yeah. Um, so I'd be curious if that was the same family at the time, because let me tell you, from what I've read about some Seymours at that time in history, there's some... They were slickery. They were shady. <laughs> they were up to some shit. <laughs> that's, like, that's where there was the, the famous split. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. Um, so, it's, she's said to have jumped out the window. Visitors actually have claimed to see a woman looking out the window. And this kind of where things kind of take, you can interpret them differently. Others have claimed to actually see her, her jump out the window, Ooh. too, depending on the story. Um, another sighting, which is kind of eerie, is that a group of visitors said they saw a group who looked to be dressed in 18th century type clothing in one of the hallways and said they kind of melted into the wall. Ooh. Yeah. 
So oh, wow, I like that. Bruce Castle Museum. That's cool. Yeah, so anyone in the UK, if you've been there, let us know. Because yeah. I'd be curious. So that's nice. Really cool. Yeah, and if you've never been there, go check it out. Let us know how it well, is. I've never been to London, so I've never seen any of it. I know. I know. <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta go. We do. We do, for sure. Um, that was a good one. Thank I you. I'd never heard of it, so that's I hadn't either. Super yeah. fun. Okay. You can do it. I believe in you. <laughs> Last one. Last one more. Yeah. We're good. Okay. Um, so obviously we're still in Barcelona. Um, mm -hmm. So this is uh, number 43, Francesc Geiner, okay. um, which is a street or house on a street. Mm -hmm. So if that makes sense. Yes. Okay. Um, so this is actually termed the most famous actual haunted house in Barcelona. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so this was on February 10th of 1935. Mm -hmm. uh, that this is what they believe to be the first documented poltergeist case in Catalonia. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, so the house was owned by, I'm, I'm going to butcher this name, but Montreux, I believe, okay. Mendoza. Um, everybody was sleeping in their house in mm -hmm. 43, Frances Geiner. Uh, and other than the father of the family, because he was working nights. Mm. So it was the mom and a few children. Okay. Um, and apparently they were like startled awake by like loud banging interesting like, abrupt loud okay banging um so the oldest son got up and was like i'll check it out mm -hmm. and went into the kitchen and saw that all the cabinets and drawers were being opened and slammed shut Ooh. and everything in the drawers was like getting tossed mm. out of the drawers that's scary um yeah so that was probably not fun interesting um, and apparently it lasted so long and was so loud that a lot of the neighbors woke up uh, and were like, WTF, okay. uh, yeah. what is that? Yeah. Um, and apparently it lasted so long that uh, it was not until the dad got home and saw it and then it stopped. Okay. Interesting. So, um, so they didn't know what to do because mm -hmm. um, they were pretty freaked out. Uh, so they decided to call the police, which I guess, I don't, I don't know what I would do in that situation. I mean, yeah. Um, who are you going to call? <laughs> and yeah, like, see, the police, <laughs> um, it was the yield ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, back then. Uh, the cops just didn't know what to do. So obviously nothing was sure, done. done. Yeah. Um, and so everybody was kind of anxious that next night, obviously going to bed. Yeah. So they were like, I hope that doesn't happen again. And it didn't. Okay. Um, so they were all, all kind of like, phew, like, okay, okay maybe yeah. that was just a one-off and yeah. Hopefully it never happens again. Uh, but then it did. Oh. Um, the night after, the banging started again and was the violent throwing of objects. And so word had kind of gotten around to the neighbors what had happened. And so a lot of the neighbors came running to see, mm. like, is that really what's going sure. on? Uh, and apparently it got a little more uh, scary. Okay. When the neighbors showed up, they opened the door and they saw chairs levitating the lamps were spinning. Mm. The forks and knives were floating like through the air, like Matilda style. Ooh, yeah. Uh, and then the they had a clock on the wall, and the hands just kept spinning quickly, like it's around. It's giving and like be our guest, but more like be our guest in hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Beauty and the Beast. That's like my favorite. At first, that is that's almost my. I guess that's my second favorite Disney movie. Mr. Beauty and the Beast. Your first is Aladdin. Yeah. yeah. I was like, you better know that. <laughs> Fair. Um, that's one of my favorite scenes, though, with the, um, like, cups and yeah, plates yeah. and stuff dancing. Fun fact. Not many movies I like live action okay. remakes of, but the live action remake of 
Beauty and the Beast was actually really good. I liked that I one. I liked too. that one. I also loved Ariel. We just watched that one. A little more raid. A little more yeah. raid, sorry. I probably would like The Lion King, but I cannot watch Mufasa die in live action. It was hard enough when he was animated. Yeah. Like, no. I, I refuse to watch it because I just, I would be emotionally yeah. wrecked. Anyways, <laughs> not <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. I digress. <laughs> um, so this keeps, you know, happening. It's pretty, like, severe this time. Eventually it does stop, but then many people in the building started seeing white shadows in the corridors. Mm. And then the whole building was just, like, ice cold. Every mm. apartment, all the hallways were just freezing. Interesting. Um, and then also there were large, like, hailstorms that only covered, like, their courtyard oh. of the building. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. Not good. Um, so apparently it became, like, kind of a big deal, and it was on the news. Yeah. Um, okay. And it kind of became, like, a little bit of a spectacle. People wanted to come by and look see and see. See if they could see something. Um, sure. And apparently they had to have police officers stationed, like, mm. outside of the, the building um, to keep people away. Yeah. Um, and basically it just got so bad in the building that people just started moving out. They were just mm -hmm. like, no, I can't. I can't live here. I can't deal with that. Yeah. Um, and then apparently everybody moved out of... The building. Yeah. Um, and so I tried to look to see where it was today, and it looks like kind of like an apartment complex. Okay. Um, but I couldn't see if there was any, like, continuing activity. Obviously, I don't think it's as severe as yeah. the situation. But Interesting. But nothing pointed to tell me, like, stuff's yeah. still happening there. But hmm. I don't think I would like that. <laughs> no. I don't know. I like that. the ice cold part because, uh, you know, we it keep our... hot in Europe <laughs> in the summer, so yeah. We do keep our apartment at a, a balmy... I don't know what it is in Celsius, but yeah, it's Celsius, yeah. 17 degrees Celsius. <laughs> so whatever that is in Fahrenheit. <laughs> yeah, we haven't... Yeah. I, have I just know what it is. I just know what's hot and what's like... What cold. feels like nice. Yeah. yeah. The same with the oven. That's mm -hmm. been tricky. At least we have... I'm not going to say her name so because she'll talk, but <laughs> we car, call our... Mm -hmm. And Alyssa, mm -hmm. um, so she doesn't turn on. But I usually just holler at her, like, what is 190 degrees Celsius in Fahrenheit? And she tells me, so yeah. now I know how to, how to use that. But yeah. another silly thing you just would never think about moving from Thank you, America, America to Europe. <laughs> choosing to have some random other system for some reason. For whatever the reason. The rest of the world literally uses another one. <laughs> it's that TikTok sound. It's like, what the fuck is a kilometer? <laughs> literally <laughs> like, i don't know it's like 50 meter 500 meters until your next exit i'm like i don't know what that means that <laughs> just You're like, like soon <laughs> uh, okay yeah. all right <laughs> Ooh, okay that's too much laughing you're good you did great good <laughs> job you. all right uh so for my next one going back to london um i have the queen's house which is located in greenwich um and fun fact also located in greenwich and i've been there is I believe it's an observatory, but you can mm -hmm. stand on the prime meridian. That's which is cool. kind of cool. So I got to do that. Um, so yeah, so it's in the same area. Um, What's the other one called? The prime meridian and the. Uh, Isn't there one that goes vertical? Yes, but I don't. Know. I popcorned you. I popcorned you. I don't know. Um, so fun fact: this was also a filming location in The Crown. Ooh. Um, so that's kind of cool. So it was completed in 1630, and it was originally uh, known as the House of Delights. And basically, the purpose of it, it was kind of used as like fucking like equator. Oh, the equator! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, American education system. 
The University <laughs> of New England is like, give me that degree back. You're done. It's the fucking equator. Give me that degree. <laughs> we really don't help ourselves. I'm I embarrass myself. <laughs> Look at your sassy self standards. <laughs> oh my god. They're not gonna let us into London if you keep saying shit like that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Do you have the equator here? <laughs> what else is that? <laughs> the prime meridian and the what? The equator, ma'am. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Prime meridian? I thought it was a prime rib. What the hell? <laughs> I thought we were getting prime rib. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Can okay. we just delete this entire episode? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not put one out tomorrow. <laughs> Let the roasting begin. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> All right. Phew. Okay. Well, no, continue. We've, we've, we've just we've go gotten that <laughs> accomplished. Let me just go dig a hole. Yeah. <laughs> Throw myself into it. All right. Well, maybe you'd want to spend time at this place because it sounded pretty cool. Back okay. In the day. Prime rib. Yes. The Queen's house. <laughs> called the House of Delights. And basically, it was kind of used as a weekend retreat by the monarchs. They would go hang out there to get away from, you know, palace life. Well, mm-hmm. Just laughing at how stupid I am. <laughs> <laughs> so, initially, it was built for Queen Anne of Denmark, who was married to King James I in 1613. Um, and it was supposedly... Uh, gifted to her after the king lost his temper, which is a pretty sweet, I'm sorry for yelling at yeah. gift. Like, here's a whole fucking house. Yep. Here you go. Um, I want one. Okay. <laughs> we look on Amazon. <laughs> even there. Uh, so, sadly, she, Anna Denmark, never actually got to use the house because she died of tuberculosis in March of 1619 at 44 years old uh, before the completion of the house. Okay. So. That was unfortunate, but their son, or I believe at least his son, the son of James I, who was named Charles I, gifted the house to, I believe, his wife, Henrietta Maria. But, you know, uh, there's not a great history of people actually getting to use said house because the Civil War began in 1642, um, or a Civil War began, and Henrietta fled to France. Her husband um, was actually executed in 1649. Yeah, so after that, the building was really never used as a royal residence again. Um, and today it's kind of, I believe it may be a museum, but it, it kind of looks like an exhibition space. Like okay. you can go see art, you mm-hmm. can get on the grounds. It's very pretty. You should look it up and see kind of what it looks like. Yeah. Um, but it is also haunted. Nice. So in the 1960s, a Canadian couple were visiting and, uh, there's this very, uh, picturesque, you'll see it when you look it up, um, spiral staircase. Mm-hmm. It's called, I believe, the Tulip Staircase. Very pretty. It has this beautiful mm-hmm. kind of wallpaper-looking... It's like kryptonite. Yeah, I know. You would die. <laughs> it's very pretty to look at. Um, so they were visiting, and they took a photo of this. And in the photo, it looks like one or two people who are transparent are going up the stairs. If you That's Google... my soul leaving its body. Yeah. <laughs> As I get too dizzy to continue. <laughs> If you Google Queen's House and ghost photo, you should find it. So you can kind of decide for yourself what you think it is. Um, There is also an account of a staff member claiming to see um, a woman glide across one of the balconies in an antique dress and go through a wall. Ooh. So that's a little creepy. Ooh, that's weird. Right? What do you, how many people do you think is in the photo? How many, am I looking at the same one? Yes, because you can kind of see... One. Yep. Some people claim there's two, and I don't know where the second person is, but 
someone it looks like is going up the stairs. Yeah, that's definitely somebody. Yeah, so Google it if you want to see what the photo looks like. This is pretty, pretty creepy. That is really creepy. Yeah. I see one person, mm. but. Mm. Yeah. So that is that. That is the Queen's house. Creepy. Yeah. Also on the list to see if we ever make our way to London. Um, Go get some prime rib. And the prime rib. Get some prime rib with the prime rib. <laughs> and I've got one kind of just short one to okay. end on because this one's kind of cool. I actually had a connection with this one. Okay. Um, so this is the old operating theater. And it's located in Southwark, uh, London. And it was built in 1822. It says in the garret, but I think it's in the attic. I think it's like an attic of okay. St. Thomas Church. Um, and at the time, you have to remember with medical history, there was a time where um, surgeries were kind of like entertainment of sorts. Mm -hmm. um, but especially for doctors, uh, a lot of doctors watched surgeries because we were still learning how to do surgery and like how to anesthetize someone and all that yeah. stuff. Um, and if, you know, you haven't done a lot of research on medical history, it is a very grim uh, ride because we, we, people have made a lot of mistakes before yeah. they got stuff right. So anyway, um, the point of it was that it was meant to uh, teach and display surgical skills. So if you see this, you can Google it and see it. Mm -hmm. It's literally kind of, um, uh, kind of like a, it goes down and there's like seating all around, but you can see the operating table okay. in the middle. Um, and fun fact, my dad and I actually saw this when we went oh, to London. Cool. We literally were like walking around because everyone was jet lagged mm -hmm. and my dad and I always like to get out and like do something. Yeah. So we were walking around and we stumbled on it and literally it was very, very cool. So highly recommend it nice. or in London that you go check it out. So, um, fun fact, Florence Nightingale actually worked there, um, as well at one point. That's cool. Yeah. So, um, essentially after it was kind of done being used, it was like boarded up mm -hmm. and no one really knew about it until 1956 when someone like literally found it in the attic and then it was converted into the museum it is today. Um, and basically, you know, the patient population that would have been treated there were basically the, the poorest of the city, yeah. people who couldn't afford, um, you know, maybe private health care, better health care <clears throat> for that matter. Mm -hmm. And you have to realize that, um, you know, patients often endured like horrific situations and often fatal procedures without pain medication or anesthesia mm -hmm. um because remember anesthesia wasn't first demonstrated until 1846 damn it is still relatively new when mm. you think about it um but a renovation in 1962 um the people doing it actually found poppies and it's kind of interesting because poppies were used as a pain medication, which would later lead to the development of morphine. Mm -hmm. So you can kind of see how medicine has evolved. Yeah. It's a very cool museum. Um, and just kind of a morbid fact, I couldn't find any ghosts running mm -hmm. around, but it was in the attic because one, the doctors wanted to maximize the light onto their patients and also um, keep the recovering patients from hearing the patient's screams, Ooh. which is pretty... That's awful. Dark. Yeah. So, highly recommend. They do a lot of events there. Um, seems like a, a good time. Nice. Yeah. So Those, are those were good. Cool. I liked mm -hmm. that one. That's cool that you've been there. Yeah. I, that's, I would like to take you to that one. Yeah. When we go, for sure. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Nice. Yay, London. Oh, I survived. <laughs> You're doing great. All right. We're almost done. <laughs> All right. Well, I know this one is a little shorter than we usually do, but... Wanted. I'm here. We're here. <laughs> you got a new episode coming to your feed. That's what counts. Yeah. Um, any final <clears throat> things before we start wrapping up? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't think so. Okay. Happy birthday. Thank you. By the... We'll do a... Um, we're going to do an episode with Lindsay. I think she's going to do, actually, 
I'm not going to make any promises, but this was our initial plan was to do like the Oracle card reading. reading as our episode. That'd be cool. So it's kind of like the that. live action reading and we'll see yeah. kind of where that goes. But yeah. And um, y'all love Lindsay. She's been on the show before. Yeah. Yeah. So she the best. So she she's, is. she's coming yep. this week and I've got a lot to do still, but it's your birthday first and yep. we've got lots of stuff planned. Yeah. It's going to be good. So that'll be fun. Thanks. And we went and bought your birthday gifts from none yeah. other than Jeffrey Bezos yeah, so. on the Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. So yes, yeah. so we've got some lamps coming. We got some new like decor. decor. So we, yeah, we did it. It's been good. Yeah. It's fun. Can't wait. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're excited for Lindsay. That's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully we can do an episode with her that y'all can listen to. Yep. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, uh, go check us out on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Go see Caitlin over there. Um, come see us on Instagram. I've tried to be more diligent about posting. Yeah, you're doing great. Uh, so that is at Ghoul Friends Podcast on Instagram. Um, on TikTok, uh, we are also at Ghoul Friends Podcast. And if you have a listener story or you just want to send us an email, please do that at ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. Um, and remember, if you send us a listener story, we will try to incorporate them into the episodes as we get them. I have not looked as of lately, so i got to go back. So if you've sent one in, I apologize. I will go back through your emails Excellent. and find them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's it. Awesome. All right. Well, also, happy freaking spooky season. It's October 1st. It's October 1st. 1st and we're gonna, I'm going to spread a little fun thing that we do. It's uh, a little family thing that your family has made a tradition. Mm-hmm. On the first of every month, you say, rabbit, rabbit, rabbit. For good luck. And that gives you supposed good luck for the month. So you're not going to hear this until after the first, but <laughs> next month. <laughs> for November, you can be on it too. Yes. Um, so yeah. happy first day of October. Happy spooky. I think we've got tomorrow, I think it's supposed to be like 78, which is like too no. warm for me. Yeah. Um, but then it drops down into like the 60s. So That's I think when Lindsay gets about. here, it's going to be absolutely perfect fall crispy weather. Absolutely. So get that pumpkin spice latte. Find something spooky to read or listen to. Yeah. But let me tell you, the pumpkin spice latte, hear me out on the pumpkin chai latte with pumpkin cream mm. cold foam. That cold foam is... Fucking awesome. Oh. Yeah. 10 out of 10. I need it. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. So yes, get yourself in a spooky mood. We will do the same. And as always, remember I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're your good friends. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye. <laughs>